Hi, and welcome back to HFC. Sorry for being gone for so long. Um, I've kind of been really sick. I don't know what I had, but uh, it was not fun. And even now, I'm still kind of getting over it. I don't know if you can tell, but I feel like I sound a little nasally. And a couple times throughout the day, it was like annoying me to talk because the back of my throat feels clogged or something. I don't know, TMI. Anyway, glad to be back. Glad you're back. Glad you're listening. The verse that I want to read today is... Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. It says, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. I didn't necessarily go out of my way to choose this verse, but I feel like I've been kind of trying to see what God wants in me, and God wants in me, and God wants in me, and like what it means for me to be a Christian. That sometimes I forget, and maybe you do too, that it's important not only to look at what God wants of you, but also just to look at God. I think when we look at so much about what the requirements are and what we're supposed to be doing, and we take our eyes off of God and, and who He is, and we're so focused on the situation and whether or not we can achieve or do that, we begin to kind of slip because we're not reminding ourselves you know, who God is. And I, I think it's this idea that we think we can pick and choose what verses we want to read. It's if there were only certain verses that were good, and granted there are certain verses for certain situations, but to focus solely on this is what I'm meant to be, this is what I'm meant to do, and not to read the other parts where it's like God is this, God is that, God is doing this, or vice versa, to focus only on what God is doing and not realizing that we have a part two. That's where we get to or where we start to get into issues and realize that we should take the Bible as a whole, not in parts or pieces. And maybe I've been making issues of choosing verses and then really I should just be taking it, you know, verse by verse, whatever verse I come upon, focus on that and just talk about it. And maybe that's a better outlook on it. And that would probably take off a lot of the need where I feel like, oh, I have to say something like super important. And I realize that all of it's important, like all of it is meaningful. Anyway, I just really like this verse because I feel like lately I've been so stuck on focusing on the situation and what's going on, and I'm like worried, I'm like, God, like what am I supposed to do? Or I'm feeling sick and, and stuff like that. And it's good to just, you know, read the verse and focus on not on the situation, not on what's going on, not on who I am, not on what, you know, I'm going through, but focus on God. Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. And when I can meditate on that word and realize that it's not a God who is judging me or whatever, it's not a God who is just nonchalant, who's just like, okay, I'm waiting for my sacrifice, I'm waiting for my you know, my penance, my prayers speak like, you know, show how devoted you are to me, but it's a God who genuinely loves us, a God who is with us through everything, a God who loves, who will save, just just reminding ourselves that God isn't like, I guess, what other gods are like. You know, we have to sacrifice <clears throat> loved ones, we have to, you know, blood sacrifices and rituals and all this stuff, but instead realize that it's a living God, a God that wants and desires a relationship. 
Yep, when we focus on that, it starts to lighten things. There's really um, nothing beyond that. But I do think it's important just for you to remember that. Like, don't lose sight of who God is. Don't get so focused on the requirements and and like what you think God is requiring of you, what God's wanting from you, that you don't even remember who God is and what he's done for you. And and don't think of it as like a, because I, I feel like sometimes I get stuck into that idea of almost feeling guilty and doing things out of guilt because I feel like I should be doing something because God has done all the stuff for me. And it's just, you're not doing it in the right heart. God didn't do something for you in order for you to feel like you needed to or you had to do something. Um, he did it out of love. And in the same way, we should do it out of love. We shouldn't be doing things out of, oh, well, God did this or God did that, and so I have to do this as well. I think, I really wish I knew a verse, but I like I know verses that talk about that. Like They talk about us loving one another as God loved us, but I guess in the same way, loving God as he loves us, not because you know, he's done stuff for us and we feel like indebted or something, but loving, loving him solely for the fact that we desire to be with him. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't love my mom or my dad because they do things for me. I just love them. Loving him in that way, not because we, there's some obligation or we feel indebted or you know, like we're paying something back. Oh, I have to show God love. Oh, I have to go do this because, you know, he's done that for me because that's not love. That's um, transaction. We need a relationship where we love someone, not because of what they can do for us or what they've done for us, but just because we love them. And I guess, I guess that's what, what I, I feel this verse is saying to me. Like I'm imagining a God who is similar to like your parents where you had a rough day or something and you're coming to visit them or you're seeing them or something or your grandparents and they don't expect you to bring anything. They don't expect you to have anything. They're just in, they're just enjoy your, your presence. They enjoy you visiting them. They enjoy you being there. And in the same way, you don't necessarily expect them to, Oh, mom, dad, grandparents, where's my money? Oh, mom, dad, grandparents, where's my this or that? You're just happy to be there. You're, you're loved and you feel loved and that's enough for you. And and sometimes I f- think we forget that. We forget that this isn't a transaction. This isn't a, oh, oh, God did, you know, I'm needing God to help me with this or God helped me with that. So now I need to go read my Bible for 30 minutes every single day until, you know, I feel like I've paid God back. Like, so we just spend time with him, not because we're indebted, which I mean, we are, but that's not why we do it. We do it because we love them. And I guess for those of you that are parents, you obviously know that more like your child hasn't done anything for you. I don't mean that like that. I'm probably wording that funny, but they have it. You're not in some great debt to your child and yet you still love them. You want to take care of them. You feed them, you clothe them. You, even when they're jerks or they're being mean to you, you still love them and vice versa. Like, you know, your parents don't necessarily have to do anything for you. You just love them. And then, you know, there's no 
way that you could pay them back. And so you don't spend the entirety of your life trying to pay your parents back. I'm not saying you don't do nice things for them, but you're not like, oh yeah, this is a transaction. Like, oh, we're good. Like, you know, you paid for clothes and all that stuff. I bought you a house. We're good. Sorry, bye. We're done. And that's not how it works. But somehow I feel like that gets mixed up because I think we forget that when it comes to God. That I don't know. It's just reading this verse creates like this really, really, I don't know if it's wrong to call God cute, but like this really cute image of God just like, I don't know. I'm imagining like a picnic and he's just like smiling because we've arrived and stuff. You're just sitting there and watching him play with like your family or something. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just imagining God as a friend, as you know, a father, not as a distant being, a distant something or other that does things for us. I guess <laughs> in my head, I'm like, God's not like a sugar daddy or something. He's not passing stuff off. So, oh yeah, I'll placate him by sending some some stuff that'll keep him giving us money and giving us blessings. He's a father. He is, you know, we are loved ones to him. I just, you know, it's not that like sugar daddy transaction. Oh, he gave me money, gave me blessings to let me like send him stuff to keep him enticed. Like that's not what this is. Don't, I don't know the word. Don't pervert this relationship, this beautiful possibility by only treating as a as a transaction, by only doing things because you're like, oh, well, I want this, so I better start, you know, praying. Let me pay off my blessing with some prayer, with some reading the Bible, spending some time with you. And then the moment it's over, like, you're just gone, like you dipped. Like, that's, that's, that's such a, I don't know, that's just disgusting. And yet we do it all the time. Anyway, um... As always, let's go ahead and just pray. Dear God, first off, thank you for bringing us through this week. Sadly, not everyone can say that. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being more than just a donator or investor. You are someone who loves and knows every part of us. All right. Help us to remember that. Help us to see you not as, you know, this kind of thing that we can't attach to or this being that doesn't exist or this being that's super distant, but as a father, as someone that we can connect to, we can relate to, not someone we have to pay back, but someone we love because we desire to. I don't think you ever desired for us to love you out of obligation because if you did, you could have just commanded it. You could have forced us. If you wanted us to love you out of obligation, then you would have done it years ago. Help us to remember that this isn't loving out of obligation. This is loving out of free will, loving because you love us, loving because we love you. Just help us to understand that, to grasp that concept and get a deeper understanding of what it means. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Lead us not into temptation. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of HFC. I hope you enjoyed and I hope I didn't come across as too confusing. All I'm trying to say is just 
you're loving God because you feel like you have to, then you need to reassess what you're doing because that is not what love is. And if that's how you are treating your relationships in real life, then ask God for some understanding of what love is because that's not it. And take a look at you know some of those verses about love in the Bible. Anyway, have a God-blessed week. Thanks for listening. See ya.